everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Rookies Podcast. On today's episode, it's all about keeping the conversation going with our topic on racial and social injustice and the resulting effects or impact that this has had on sport in 2020. Today's guests include Jordan Fung, Senior Account Executive for Cosmos, Jasmine Carr, who if you remember from last week's episode on women in sport, is our Sponsorship and Community Relations Executive, Joining them are Vishwa Mistry, one of our account executives for the fall semester internship program here at Cosmos, and Tony Fan, one of the ticket sales executives for the Beasts fall semester. In addition to these guests, we also have a Cosmos alumni with us today, Mr. Jordan Urquhart, who started out as an intern with the company in January of 2019 and went on to be one of our senior account executives. He has since moved on to new opportunities, but we are excited to have him back for today's episode. So welcome everyone to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Let's get right into today's topic. So I wanted to start off by taking you guys back to early April, kind of May time when the pandemic first hit um, and you were hearing all of these things about, um, you know, the social injustice that was going on in the States with the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, and then just the resulting protests that came out of that. So how did you guys feel when you heard the news of these deaths in the States? And um, what was your reaction to these protests that came out of it? To me, it was like being at home um, and constantly like being on our phones now more than usual because we weren't, we're either working or or um you know just laying on the couch or people just had that free time to to be out there and see it uh, i feel like um that's what really helped uh, grab onto it because these these senseless killings um and unfair treatment has been going on for for years right um and i i when i first saw it i always tend to look at it and say like there's no way i should know george floyd's name there's no way i should know brianna taylor's name there's no way i should know uh trayvon martin or eric gardner because these people live in places I've never, like I've been to some of these places, but I've never been there. And I've, I live in Brampton. I live far, far away. There's no reason they're not famous. They're not, you know what I'm saying? They're just normal people like myself. And unfortunately these things happen. And with the power of social media and the, I don't want to say the luck of COVID, but the, the fact that we were in COVID and being at home, it spreads like wildfire. Um, and all these protests and um, you know, repost on your story that kind of stuff it really pushed it which which helped I, I think a lot of people see what's what's going on um and how people are being unfairly treated and it's not I don't want to say it's just uh racism against blacks because I think it it happens um uh, in, in every race but um it's something that you know it's it's it happens a lot in that community um and people of color um so it's something that um we definitely need to to I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't have the power to, um, but I can use my voice and say like, this is wrong. Um, mm -hmm. as, as other people kind of gain knowledge on it and see more about it. Um, you know, we can kind of change the next generation and, and their perception on how we treat one another. I think a, a really interesting thing that happened to just to go along with Jordan's point about how, you know, more people learned about it is that I had conversations about this with people that I don't think I'd ever have conversations about, like, about this with. It almost, in a way, opened some people's eyes to what's really going on. And 
and then you know you could have that conversation with them and then they'd be like oh is this something that like have you ever dealt with this Jordan and I'd be like well I mean not to that extent obviously but I've had moments of things like this and it's just like you I wouldn't have that conversation with that person normally uh, but almost this you know happening um, and the way it spread and and you know got into everyone's feeds uh, people started talking about it a lot more than I think they would or they have or would have for um, instances in the past so Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think too, with just the, the fact that, you know, it, all of these protests were happening and there was a global pandemic going on at the same time, that didn't stop people from like coming together and like showing their support and being there for their community. And it wasn't just something that was happening in the States and in Canada. These protests happened worldwide in countries like the UK, Germany, France, like Australia. These were countries that at the beginning of the pandemic were hit really hard with infections, but that didn't stop people from wanting to show their support. And so I think that in itself was just so powerful to, to see that, you know, these deaths that happened in the States affected everyone around the world. Um, just from your guys' perspectives, how did you guys see these protests affect and kind of translate into the sport world? Yeah, I can kind of chime in on that one because uh, when we think about like the Black Lives Matter movement and how it ties in with the sports, I think it's uh, acts as more like a huge social platform and sharing the message out. Like we've seen boycott games in NBA regarding this issue and there are different leaders like LeBron James, like stepping out and becoming more of a vocal leader and voicing this movement. And like, I think this move, like it's, it's, it's a, people might not have the privilege to speak up before and to see what like George Floyd, George Floyd had to go through, like it was really a, an uncomfortable experience, but like they might not have spoken about it 10 to 20 years ago. And now that more and more cases are happening, like there's, there's gotta be a change in like racial just, injustice. And you see it in all the basketball ads as well, like in different sports ads, everyone's just promoting uh, racial injustice in sports and what it means to just cast their vote and being responsible to some of their social matters and I think it's like really hard enough already for now for all of us like even under a pandemic like it right now it's definitely a hard time already but definitely just something to keep in mind too when we think about sports we think about a connection just like through different nationalities and I know it's, it's something that's uh, uh, racial injustice is something that we can't put an end to easily but um, yeah, it's something that we should work towards to just eliminate as many racial discriminations as we can I think um, um, like one point, like before all this happened, like Colin uh, Kaepernick, you know, he was the first one to really take a stand on this because um, it does take a lot of courage to actually uh, kneel against the anthem. And uh, you see all these like the NBA league in the bubble, they, they all took the knee. Um, and I think it was just a great way for them to create awareness of this matter. Um, you know, you had like LeBron James platform, uh, more than an athlete, um, he was like pushing out content. Um, um, and create like the more than a vote organization. I think voting was a huge thing um, that that these leagues spread. Um, you had NBA arenas turning uh, voting stations into uh, yeah NBA stations were using uh, their arenas as voting stations because they weren't enough. Um, so I think it was just great for the the leagues to uh, to really step in and and you know they're one of the most viewed uh, sports in the world. So it, they really made a a great way to create awareness on this matter.
Yeah, and I would jump in as well and say that um, I got to agree with you guys with it being a, a huge um, platform for them to to have these views and, and say, you know, get out and vote and, and Black Lives Matter and education reform or whatever it was that was on the back of their jerseys. And, and you can go on with the amount of things that they've done, even donating. But I think um, it can't stop there. Um, and what I mean by that is, yeah, we can go out well, Americans can go out, and, and racism is everywhere in the world, but just speaking uh, on, on America, uh, Americans can go out and vote, and they can change their president, but ra racism has been going on forever in that, in that country, whether it was a Republican or a Democrat in office, right? So even Barack Obama, a black man, there was racist, racism and, and, and police brutality taking place under his administration. So I feel like it, it's a good start, um, and it's a good place to, you know, get the word out. And, and as we change the younger generations of, of um, you know, a little uh, white boy or a black boy watching LeBron James or watching, um, uh, you know, Kevin, Dur uh, he didn't play, but Giannis, you know, uh, wearing the, the, those, uh, those messages on their jerseys, it says like, okay, I can grow up into the next generation and say, yes, this matters to me. This, this uh, affects me because I saw this growing up, right? Um, and I feel like before the older generation, they didn't have that. And a lot of people were afraid to, and all these other uh, people were uh, uh, oppressed. So they couldn't really share uh, how they felt. And because people didn't get to sympathize with that, uh, that's where we are now. So I don't know if that made any sense, but what I'm saying is as the generations grow and they continue to see what's going on and, and how things need to change, um, we need to continue to back these these organizations and ensure that they, they continuously do it, continuously do it until we have a, a full generation of people who understand that no matter your race, your, your, your skin tone, your religion, your gender, you are still a human and you should be treated with respect. Um, so I think, you know, one thing that we've seen is, uh, especially if we go back to look at Colin Kaepernick and when he knelt and what happened with him and how he was in, in my opinion, other people might differ. They might say that, you know, he wasn't good enough, but I think he was pretty much blackballed from the NFL and they didn't want anything to do with him because he'd bring um, negative attention to their teams. Um, and just the NFL in general seemed to be this entity that uh, just wanted to keep who they saw as their fans happy. And they felt like their fans didn't want to see that stuff in their game, so they would keep them happy. But now I feel like... Um, there's just been this sort of change almost and like the predominant thought or like the, the, it seems like the majority are fighting for, for, for justice. And now the NFL is almost has changed a stance on it. And they're, you know, even pushing the agenda of, you know, um, equality and stuff like that. And so I think that, you know, like Jordan said, as the generations, you know, the older moves on and the younger come up, we're going to start to see, um, just the world get better in that sense, hopefully. That's what I think, just because of, you know, if you look at, like I said, if you look at the NFL and how they've sort of done a 180 on everything. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, what, what were you going to say, Jesse? Um, so, I had an instance when I was a student, I read something regarding the Olympics that African-Americans stood up uh, for their equal rights even after winning four gold medals for their own country, they had to face the same discrimination. So to Jordan Funk's point, this has been happening since ages. 
but now when we are in the sports platform and the athletes are definitely raising their voices to the social cause this has definitely given a light to all the people following them in the world like nba is not related to just a one country it's followed by all the countries like fans all over the world so this has given light worldwide and people have started understanding this cause in a better manner earlier it was just heard that this is happening this but now people are actually understanding the point that it's it's not the color which should matter because even just not the uh, african americans or something even we being south asians we have to face uh, there are a lot of instances in cricket which happen due to color like white english players white players discriminating on the basis of color or calling a player monkey or something just on the behalf of color that that has been happening since ages so yeah athletes supporting this cause can has been people had free time and this has given a light on a very big cause i think there you guys all brought up some really great points um and talking about how it's going global this time and how much of an impact that can making and i really want to focus in on one of the points that jordan made earlier kind of talking about how it can't just stop here and that kids are now being able to look at lebron james on the court and see the message he's spreading and going on to that topic do you think that since these athletes have such big platforms so many kids look up to them so many individuals almost across the world look up to these athletes that in a sense that these athletes have a responsibility to speak up on these issues and if you do think that why i wouldn't say that the athlete themselves has a responsibility to 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 um to speak up on these issues because they're an athlete I think they have a responsibility to bring, uh, speak on it because they're just a human. At the end of the day, uh, they, they go through the same stresses and pressures that, that we go through um, and probably even worse. Um, imagine being an athlete and, you know, you're, you're playing whatever your respective sport and you're having a bad game and someone in the fan is yelling and in the crowd is yelling at you and making some type of remark and, and whatever. When you're hearing that, that's way worse because you can't react to it. If you react to it, you'll be suspended by the league or you'll be in some type of trouble. And so I feel like um, these players that are they, they're coming out and they're using their, their voices to, to kind of do it in a respectful manner, but uh, in a manner that also, you know, gets across their message um, is definitely needed. And, but not just because they're an athlete. I feel like this is something that anyone with a platform, whether it be an, an, an artist, uh, you know, singer, rapper, um, uh, actor, actress, like they, anyone should really be speaking about it. And it's the way you go about it, like, my platform is definitely not as big as LeBron James. I probably have like 800 followers on Instagram. So <laughs> I'm a nobody to that, that guy. But if I can go on and speak to my five friends and say, hey, like, you know, this is what's going on. This is how I feel. And then they come to me and they say, this is how they feel. And it makes them uncomfortable to talk about it. Uh, as long as we're kind of building and building and building away at it, um, you know, it makes that person feel a little better about it. Because there's people out there that are not racist. Um, but they come from say it's a family or something that's going on they don't they don't feel like they're racist but because they've been molded to be to follow like their parents or their grandparents or whatever it is they don't realize that they're being racist or they don't realize that what they're doing is is oppressing another uh race or religion or whatever it may be so i feel like um you know just being able to have that conversation that uncomfortable conversation with anyone around you no matter how big your platform is um, is, is definitely something that um, we need to we need to start doing as a, as a whole. I think I think the question you need to ask yourself is if you see something 
that's wrong. If you see something that's happening to someone that's wrong, um, even if you're out in public, would you do something about it? Uh, would you say something about it? Um, you know, the right thing to do probably is to do something about it, is to say something about it. And so that's, I think, the question you have to ask yourself. And that's the question that the athletes have to ask themselves. It's not necessarily a responsibility uh, for them as an athlete because they have a platform, but like Jordan said, as a human being uh, who, you know, hopefully has you know, morals and stuff like that, if you see something wrong, then, you know, say something about it. And kind of building upon that same thing where we've talked about, yes, there's, it's something that everyone should be talking to that. And Jordan mentioned earlier how he shouldn't have to know the names of people like George Floyd because it shouldn't be happening in the first place. And you wish you didn't have to know about that. But because of it, it sparked that conversation. Can anyone here sort of speak to the importance of how this conversation is taking over more than just in the U.S. where it's happening, but going globally and sort of the importance that these conversations are happening in places like Canada and the U.K. and just why it's so important that we keep that conversation going? Yeah, I think it just goes back to the point that it's like happening everywhere. Um, you take a look at like England, for example, you had the Premier League um, when this first happened. They, they changed all their jerseys to Black Lives Matter at the back. Um, because it happens in football too, or soccer, football in England. Because um, these players, they go to another country and play. For example, they have they're getting like monkey chants at them, which is it's just not acceptable. So, um, you know, ha this happening globally, I, I think it's really important. Um, you have leagues everywhere changing stuff to Black Lives Matter and just putting a fight against that um, against systemic racism and everything, um, which is which is really important. Yeah, and if I, I would jump in there and say uh, to agree with you because even this past weekend there was a, a, a match in the EPL, um, Arsenal versus Leeds, and uh, Nicolas Pepe was was given a red card. And after that, I'm an Arsenal fan, and there were fans who um, racially abused him for his actions during the game. And it's like, yeah, he messed up. Yeah, he he probably let us down, and we probably uh, didn't get to win the game because we were down a man. But at the same time, it's like like why is that necessary it's not necessary um but we need to realize that it's not just happening in the states although it's it feels like you know the states is always uh, again and again there's some type of police brutality it's it's happening everywhere you look in canada indigenous people are treated poorly you know like this is some would say it's stolen land right and it's it's uh they haven't been given the um uh they haven't been treated fairly for, for what, what we've taken from them. So it's, it, it happens everywhere. Um, and I feel like um, it's something that we as a world, just as humans, as I said before, like no matter where you're from, who you, what language you speak, who you know, um, it's something that we just need to continuously um, bring up and, and speak about. Um, and like this whole conversation we're having right now, this wouldn't be happening if, if uh, you know, George Floyd didn't pass away or, or all this tragic stuff happened. So, um, I guess it's good to take steps forward and continuously do that. We, I think, you know, the, one of the, the importance of keeping the conversation going and keeping um, it top of mind is because, is, you know, one of the things I think is because, you know, if someone's racist, I don't think you're going to change their mind. Sometimes you might, but most of the time you're not. But I think the idea behind it is to make them feel uncomfortable. So they don't, they won't be racist out in public. They won't call a player who gets a red card names because the people around them won't accept that, right? So I think that's 
the big part of just keeping the conversation going and making this like the um like making it mainstream making it the thing that you know you can look at words that might have been said in the past that were acceptable um but have now become unacceptable because if you say them around people people get them you you don't say them around people because it's uncomfortable you wouldn't say that people are going to call you out on it um so i think that's just the important thing of you might not you're not going to turn anyone into uh you know a social justice warrior i don't think but uh at least you can make them feel uncomfortable so they won't be that way in public around around you and they won't cause things and things like what happened to george floyd and stuff like that won't happen hopefully yeah it's if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all like that's right. that from as we're kids right so <laughs> yeah for sure yes it's definitely something that's happening around the world and in every sport as well um so i wanted to get your opinions on which leagues you think did um did it right and did it wrong in terms of showing their support during, uh, you know, their play this season in 2020 in the bubble and things like that. Which leagues do you think did it right and which do you think did it wrong or could have done better, I guess I should say? Um, I think for me, by far, it's it's probably the NBA um, because I think the bubble, it wasn't necessarily just to continue continue um, the games and for playoffs. Uh, The bubble was more about um, standing up against what was going on and uh, creating that message and awareness for that. Um, you know, they had, they had players um, change their uh, jersey names to, to certain words that were related to, th- related to this. Um, they, they took the knee up for every game. And even uh, when, um, I'm not sure which, which uh, incident happened, but there was one after the George Floyd. And uh, I, th- I think that's where the Bucks boycotted the game um, for that. So they, they were making sure that, you know, to keep playing and stuff. But the main thing for that bubble was to, to keep that, that message going. And I think that they, they did it well and per, uh, perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to add on to that as well. I think uh, NBA did a really good job as well during that. Uh, I think it, it made one, one of the main points is because it would happen right at the end of the season, like right in the uh, end of the NBA season. So timing-wise, I think they were able to use that time in – the bubble for a lot of the social actions and a, a lot of leaders came out and spoke in the ad- advertisements as well. I think that was one of the uh, better things that the NBA did as well. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, like <clears throat> the thing that I really liked about what the NBA did was they allowed the N- NBPA, the NBA National Basketball Players Association to sit down together as players and, and put together a list of things that they wanted to see um, done and, and they weren't going to play until they, they saw those changes being made. So um, they really gave the players a lot of uh, a power. Um, and like I said, these guys, uh, you know, a collective group of people, I, I think that they, they definitely tried, did their best in terms of, of what they could do and, and what they could work with um, while also being mindful of, uh, you know, what big organizations like that um, you have to be, very careful with your political standpoint. Um, and uh, you didn't like you, the NBA doesn't want to lose too much revenue. Right. Um, and unfortunately their numbers were down. Um, but there's a lot of factors that go into that. So we, we wouldn't even know if it's because of um, all the, the black lives matter and, and vote, get out and vote, who knows, but 
Um, but yeah, for a start in their first year, especially with everything going on and, and being mindful of COVID as well, um, I think the NBA did uh, a magnificent job. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think we'd all agree, yeah, the NBA. Um, but I think what I'm interested in is to see the leagues where, you know, predominantly the players are not black, right? Because in NBA, it almost feels like they, they have to because most of the players are black. If they're not supporting their players, then the players won't play, right? But, like, let's look at a league like, um, you know, like the NHL, for example. You know, I don't really see much support for their, you know, black players. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if anyone else had seen things or anything that they were saying or anything that they were doing. It really seemed almost like they were just trying to stay out of it. Uh, so if I were to pick a, a league that could have done more or should have done more, I would say the NHL. Um, and I would even maybe say the, the MLB too. Baseball, I'm not really sure if what they did. I think, but yeah, I don't know. I think I would have wished to see more out of those sports that, you know, most of the players aren't colored and see them take a stand. Cause I think that even sends uh, in some ways a, like a, um, a bigger message, but a, the message means more in a way where it's like, you have all these people who are also fighting for the cause who might not be affected by it. So I don't know, that's my opinion. So kind of building off of that as well with what leagues did it right, what leagues did it wrong. And one that wasn't mentioned too much uh, was actually the NFL. And earlier this week, the NFL came out saying that they're starting to implement a seven point program or seven step program that is aimed at sort of hiring minority coaches and executives. And it's a reward program where teams that organizations that do this can get certain rewards, such as draft picks uh, and et cetera. What kind of are your thoughts on how this program is, uh, pros and cons of it, and sort of what it means for the sport and how it's moving? I think that it's the, the problem that we have at hand is so deeply embedded in uh, where you come from. Uh, what you've seen in your life, what your perception is on, on certain things and, and like just basically your, your surroundings. So um, for myself, I, I was born in Jamaica, but I came here at a young age and I've been living in Brampton, the greater Toronto area my whole life. So I've always been in a very diverse melting pot, right? So I have friends that are Filipino, Sri Lankan, um, Indian, you know, all over the world, England, British, like wherever, whatever you want to say, I, I have friends from there. But certain people, unfortunately, where they live is is very, uh, let's say it's not as diverse. So these problems don't really affect them. And, and they don't really notice what's going on. Um, unless it's, it's directly brought to them. Um, so people will only be affected if uh, people are always going to be comfortable until it directly affects them, right. So um, with the, the hiring um, and you, you look in certain organizations and you look at the top of uh, head exec executives of many of these organizations is predominantly white males, right? Females are, are not there. Um, uh, people of color are not there. So um, when you, you, when hiring managers are, are going out and looking, the perception is that, you know what, I'm, you, you don't think it and you're not, you, you're not thinking and you don't want to do it. But a lot of the times people are looking at it and they're saying like, okay, well, this guy is probably better because he looks more like the people at the top, right? So your perception changes because of that. And I feel like 
yeah, I want to see people be given a fair chance. And I want to see, I don't want to see people be getting a job because they're black. I want to see people getting a job because they're black and qualified to do the job. Right. Um, so it's, it's a really tough thing to manage. I, I think it's good, but I feel like it can also create a lot of problems um, from the other side. The white male might say that's not fair because whatever, whatever, whatever. But really and truly there is, there is a, a low amount of people who are, are given these opportunities. Um, and you even see when Steve Nash was hired um, for the Brooklyn Nets, there was a big, uh, I wouldn't say brawl, but on those, those, those television shows, they were talking about Steve Nash has no NBA coaching experience but he got a job over all these black coaches that, you know, um, have been coaching for years. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's difficult. Uh, do I 100% agree with, um, hiring people just because they're black or they're a female? No, but, um, I think it's, a, a, a good that we are allowed to showcase, uh, these people and really look closer at what their qualities are and hopefully they can take, um, the right steps forward by doing a really good job and changing the the perception of what a female can do and what a black male can do or what a, you know what I'm saying, a South Asian um, male or female can do. So um, that's my perception on it. Yeah. Um, for the NFL, like, uh, I, I mean, I think I touched on it before. I think they were almost in a way like the, um, how I've described the NHL, it's almost they didn't want to take a stance. They wanted to sort of, um, appease the what seemed like the majority of their fans were into, which is get that out of the game because that's not what I agree with. But um, now I, I think instead they've sort of switched that, and it's good to see that um, you know they have putting these programs in place. And you know, just the other day they had the um, a uh, an officiating crew that was uh, all all black. Um, so it's it's cool to see stuff like that. Even like a lot of the coaches now are coming in. There's a lot of women coaches and there's a women referees and stuff, which is great. Um, so it's good to see they're stepping in the right direction. But like Jordan said, I think uh, it's a fine line they have to toe because you don't want it to seem like you're just doing it because they're a colored or because they're a woman or because they're whatever. Uh, they have to actually be qualified as well. And it has to, it, it, you almost want to get to this point where it's, you don't have to put these programs in place. It's just, the natural thing that happens um so i was gonna add to that as well just like seeing more diversity in like higher roles like like what we said with the recent nfl game with i think that was last night tampa mm -hmm. against the the rams with the all-black officiating crew i think that was the first time in league history and to jordan's point i think that was like uh, really important that they're actually hired uh, and qualified to be hired on the job instead of just be just because they're black and it's more like uniting in individual race and a multicultural thing and you see it in sports not just like americans or or canadians you see different races in each team and of course like in during live arena you see it in the fans as well like like growing up as a huge raptors fans i could tell it, it's a multi multicultural sport it involves like other ethnicities like asians or or people from Africa or Europe and it just ties everyone together in a sporting event I think a lot of we're seeing that a lot more right now than usual from before so everyone's point even I agree this is a great thing what NFL has been doing or they're going to do but uh, first of all majority and minority should not even exist 
because it is all like no color should matter it, it the only thing should matter is the hard work or the abilities a person has because hiring someone on the basis of their color or their caste or religion is not fair enough even if someone deserves it they should definitely get it uh, i belong to a background where even coming to canada i i came to canada because i i find it a place where we are respected and like everyone wants respect and equality so minority should not even exist it should be like right to equality and freedom of speech for everyone so another big thing that came out of 2020 was this nfl and cfl changing their names you know you had uh, washington uh, edmonton i believe as well who um are going to be changing their names and i even know the cleveland cleveland indians in the mlb uh got rid of their their logo and things like that so what are your thoughts um on these teams changing their names and um i guess you know with just everything going on it, it's coming at a right time i would think but what what's what's your opinion on that um so for me like i i'm not indigenous uh but and i i don't really know much about their culture the only thing i really know about it is what we what we were taught in elementary school um but i definitely like i hear them i understand what they're what they're going through and i i understand that you know people are making money off of their their culture um if you want to say that while also they've been oppressed um so i feel um it's good for that these teams are they're reading the room you know what i'm saying you can be wrong no problem um but as long as you're saying okay we've been wrong for the past however many years let's take steps forward to change to to changing that um and and yeah that's like the best apology is changed behavior so if you're going to go out there and and um change your name and change your logo yeah it's tough i understand like the washington football team is that what they're called now like for now like it's tough because how do you sell merchandise right but there's like, nothing wrong with that though washington football team sorry but turn sorry to interrupt like let's look at let's look at um like soccer teams their football club like that's what they're called i don't think there's anything called being wrong with being called the washington football team no, just to, no, I, but I anyways yeah. i come from a soccer background so i like you know arsenal yeah. fc that's what they're called yeah but exactly it's just that you uh, you like the nfl you've grown up to see like tennessee titans uh buffalo bills the washington football team <laughs> like you know what i'm saying it's it's off it throws you off and um what's the plan with that they're they're that's just for now right the, it's a placeholder but they might keep it we don't know yet okay cool yeah so um yeah like i said best apologies change change behavior and if they're going to they're going to take that that step forward to showing like um that they're with their indigenous people and and say like hey like we know we were wrong um let's work together to kind of change what the next generation looks like we'll do that that's that's the best they can do so uh, i'm not too sure about any of the other teams like uh the indians and what their what their plan is uh, would you consider the the blackhawks as well so so like my thought on it is like obviously the washington team name it's a slur they that's ridiculous why would you yeah. your name is a slur it should not be there um and when you get to like indians the blackhawks stuff like that in my opinion it's like it's just weird like why would you name your team a race of people or like a culture like it's just a weird like imagine if you 
you were the Toronto uh, South Asians. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you even do that? So on top of it being, like, sort of racist, it's also just weird. Like, and you, like the Edmonton Eskimos. Like, you're just naming yourself a group of people. Like, it's... So, I don't know. But, like, Blackhawks, I don't know if it's offensive. And it could be. I'm not Indigenous, right? Um, but it, it could just be weird. I don't know. It's it's tough though. Like I I understand from a business um, perspective, like why they don't want to change because uh, it's like Apple saying that they need to change their 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 brand, right, or their logo. You know, like you've come so far and you've built so much reputation under this brand, and it's globally known that now you have to change things. It, like to me, it's not a big deal. Do it. I would do it if I was the owner and and head execs, but. I'm not, so I don't make that that choice. But you know, um, I understand why a lot of teams, you know, they they try to hold back as much as they can, because at the end of the day, I think fans like a lot of people just don't like change. Yeah. People do not like change at all, right? So you have to be mindful of of what what your fan base is and what their, their how their mindset is. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that people know that there are people out there that are are racist and in order to continue to make money i gotta keep my brand the same way you know what i'm saying it sucks it's terrible um but like i said if i was the head the owner or head exec i would change it in a heartbeat yeah for sure what do you guys think of like the kansas city chiefs it's another one it's another one um it's it's a tough situation it's a tough situation and i think i think honestly uh I'm not the person to, like I said before, people are only affected. Uh, people are comfortable until they're affected. And because I do not uh, know as much about that, um, about indigenous people, uh, I'd, I, can't, I, I can't tell you how they're feeling about it, right? But if they were to come to me and say, hey, this is wrong, and this is how they feel about it, I would say, okay, well, it's the same way someone can say a racial slur to me and I feel bad about it. Right. So now I sympathize with them because, you know, I've gone through similar, uh, situations. If that's how they feel about it and I, and, and someone comes to me and I'm the team owner, I have no problem changing. And I think that's how everyone should think, but I don't, I can't think for everyone. Right. So. Yeah. I think there was like a huge controversy too. Like when they, they first changed, I believe, and they were like fans wearing the like, their clothing and stuff like the headdresses and stuff so i, I just thought i i personally don't think it's right um but um you know we we can't do anything here i mean we can we can protest but post on social media but it's the uh, executives that can really really make that change i mean if i would if i was there but i could i would make that change but um i just don't think it's personally right so something that a lot of you guys touched on there were is what you would do if you had the choices, but ultimately it's not up to us. It's up to these execs in these leagues and these teams. In your opinion, what are the next steps that these leagues and organizations should actually be taking to ensure that equality is there on all levels for everyone? Um, I think a big thing with sports is uh, their community ties. Um, and I feel like um, one of the big things is, is, like like I said, community ties. So reaching out to the community and making sure that you know you're you're if you're donating back to certain communities or you're um, you know just making sure that everyone in your community, no matter race, religion, gender, um, 
that they're all given an equal opportunity to to succeed, right? No matter where you go, there's always going to be communities that have lower opportunity, lesser uh, resources, whatever it may be. So I feel like a lot of leagues have been doing it, um, but I feel like in the next steps going forward, it's all about the next generation. Like Jordan said earlier, you're not going to change someone, make them a, a social activist with one conversation, right? And unfortunately, people are set in stone once you get to a certain age and how you're brought up and, and how you think. Um, so luckily, the, a lot of the people that I've been around and around my age and you guys uh, have similar, you know, upbringing and, and similar mindsets. But um, I think that a big thing is that these organizations continue to show their support for, for um, all um, and make sure that everyone's kind of given an equal opportunity to, to succeed, whether it's in, in sports or as an athlete, as a fan, as a, as a worker, whatever it may be. So. Yeah, I think it's important for, uh, like Jordan said, all these organizations, sports or otherwise, to stand f with their um, with their people of color, and like when something happens, for them to make a quick decision about how they're going to handle it. Like if we go back to um, the Donald Stern situation, when um, you know when he had said the N word and stuff like that, and it was. And they quickly got rid of them. Uh, so I think that's it's important for them to stay, take that stand and to speak out against when things happen in their within their own organizations to push those people out um, and just show that because they're they're gonna like, all these organizations are gonna have fans that you know could be racist or whatever it is and just show those fans that you know that's not right like we're not gonna uh, protect your race and and just hide and and not take a stance so i think it's important that they're all just continue to show their support um and if their players are speaking out about it to stand with their players um and if something happens within their organization that is is wrong that they uh stand against it and and deal with it in a timely manner i think uh, one big thing that other leagues could do um how the NBA has like the MBPA, the NBA Players Association. Um, I think that's one thing uh, leagues could start looking into. I'm not sure if other leagues do that. Um, other than some do, yeah, they have that. Because um, yeah, I think it's just like uh, you know, these players have have their views, and um, sometimes they 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 know what the right thing to do is. And I think like recently in the NBA and um, the player associations like made up of, made up of a few players. They they uh, made a plan for for uh, social social justice and all that. Um, so I think having that that player associate, association letting them um, uh, make some decisions for for this kind of stuff it could be really important for for those leagues. Um, you know, I, I think I'm not sure if like uh, Premier League has in England. Like, I think that could be huge because um, you have like, uh, for example, the English media they 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 go off on these players like. Um, after if they have a bad game or whatever and like Jordan mentioned earlier like that Arsenal game they they just go off so I think like having that player association and making that difference in in those communities and um for all that it, it could be a huge thing yeah I agree with the community ties as well just like role models coming out and speaking up I think I agree with that uh, like with the point that the younger generation is like should be our next targets i think that's one of the important factors because they build our future future and they're 
like racism i think stems from the older generation as, as well like you're seeing a lot of young kids right now with knowledge right now to just prevent racism from happening and power of technology and social media is really strong today and it's just spreading the word much faster than how it would used to be so i think uh it's a good chance and opportunity right now for all of us to just take advantage of what we have right now to share the message for for social injustice uh, i am a huge fan of cricket so just having an example sports uh, ipl brings all the nationalities together and all the players play from like uh, different cultures communities like countries they play with one team so in ipl there is a player he's dark skinned and um, he supported the cause he started supporting the cause black lives matter so and it it definitely gave a wave of this cause in india as well and other countries because ipl is followed by a lot of countries it's worldwide so definitely sports is a background which brings everyone together and if the leagues take proper action they can definitely spread a positive message though we can't as to jordan's point we can't change anybody but definitely we can have make them feel that they are wrong by spreading a positive awareness and that can definitely change an environment during the match like even there are racists in the match that that behavior change can definitely happen during that time because positiveness can change that environment for sure absolutely all great points that you guys have brought up here and so we're just going to come to one of our our last questions here and it's kind of touching upon uh what you brought up tony um just with social media being a platform for people to really use their voice and to show their support for um you know these issues um and people who are struggling with these issues um so my question to you guys um is in your opinion what's the most effective way to promote change i i don't think a singular thing is effective so like that one black box thing honestly i don't really think that single thing really changed anything but i think it's important to keep it mainstream keep it so it's something that when you're scrolling your feed you see something about it every single day um right and that's what's going to if you keep it top of mind um and you keep it so it's like well this is still going on like what are we going to like let's do something about it um i think that's important um but then i think really the most important thing uh and which is what the nba was trying to push is to get the right people in office uh and it's not just the president the president's one guy he really he can do some things but he can't do a lot of things uh and especially if we're just talking about the states so you know get the right people in office that are going to push the 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 agenda for change um and that can be even in your own uh even in Canada with the you know premier or you know mayor that you get elected or whatever it might be um that's what's going to change so the social media is great for keeping things top of mind and keeping it mainstream but at the end of the day the only way you're going to change anything is if you push the people who are in power to make a change and the way you do that was is by getting the right people in power yeah i think uh for me in terms of the the black box i think it was like hashtag #blackouttuesday 
um, I, th I think it was good to just see everyone come together. Um, just seeing like all these people post about it. Um, I think there was like a miscommunication in it though, where some people put like hashtag Black Lives Matter in that. And um, when you go on the hashtag page, like um, instead of all the posts about like what was going on, like it would just be the black boxes. So it's kind of blocking that out. So I think it kind of got messed up there. Um, but I still think it was, it was a good, uh, good message. And in terms of um, um, spreading the message on social media, I think those um, people create like the websites where you can donate and stuff. I think that's like a really good method. Um, and like people putting in their bios and stuff. Like I personally put it in my bio and like um, having these these um, influencers putting that in their bio and like reposting that um, where people can learn about um, the history of this and what was going on right now and links to where they can donate. I think um, that was a really good method. And back to Jordan's point, just getting the right person in office and uh, not just the single, not just the president, but, you know, people that work under him and all that. Um, so, you know, you had, like, back to my points where arenas were making their, um, were creating voting stations there and, um, you know, LeBron creating more than a vote and stuff. So I think just pushing that right vote is, is always important. And um, clearly that hopefully worked out for them and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, but yeah, just my points there. Yeah, I think for, for myself, uh, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with do these athletes feel the need that they have to kind of come out and use their platform. Um, it's everyone kind of using their platform and using their their resources and who they know and 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 paying it forward in a way. Um, so if I pass it on to two friends, they pass it on to two friends, they pass it on to two friends. It keeps growing, 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 and people start to see what's going on with um, people of color, minorities, um, gender issues, um, religious issues. So I feel like um, me personally, the way I look at it is it's your life, it's your story, right? So I'm not going to judge someone based on what they want to do and how they want to act and behave because I it doesn't affect me, right? So I'm not going to judge you based on your color or your race or your your, your gender. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's just built up hate in your heart for no reason. Um, and I think um, as we go on, we need to kind of just be mindful of it and be and critically think about how we treat one another um, and how our biases it's it's a human thing uh we're, the first thing we do when we see someone is we judge them we judge everything that that comes into our life and 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 passes us and everything we see so um we need to kind of be mindful of that um and, and think like okay let me not judge this person by a book or my past experience let me give this person a a fair shot at um, showing me who they are and showing me their character and and you know you might end up finding that this person who looks just like someone else who's done you completely wrong in the past could be your best friend or it could be the smartest person ever or whatever it may be so um, just that's my thing is every every person is different um, and deserves a fair shot at, at being treated fairly. Um, social media is a platform which can influence a lot of people of different ages so it is all about everyone almost covered it, but social media can definitely influence a lot of people because they follow their role models. And if, if on, through sports, we can definitely build up a positive change, like people following their role models and they spreading a lot of positive vibes uh, that can definitely happen and bring a change in our society. So that's for me, like social media, 
can play a very big role in terms of making a bigger change. Yeah, I was going to add to that as well. Just like how looking at the experience from the NBA, like the timing of the Black Lives Matter event, it's really easy to just lose focus on what they were doing during that time, especially with uh, COVID and playoffs and family uh, all around the place. And it's just, we're all human. We all have emotions and everything. So it really plays a huge part in what we're doing right now, especially during the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. And like for for example, like what I said before, like social media is like a really huge gift in our days right now. So a lot of people never had the privilege to use it before. So I think it's one of the still the best uh, route we can use to just share out the message and do it as uh, as often as possible. Awesome. Okay, so that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you to Jordan, Jordan, Jasmine, Tony, and Vishwa and Anne for being on this episode of the Rookies podcast. For anyone who is interested in an internship with Cosmos and the Beast, you can visit our website at cosmosports.com or bramptonbeast.com. You can also reach out to me directly at osala at cosmosports.com or Michael Hunter at mbhunter at cosmosports.com. And then on the Beast side, you can reach out to Anthony Fusco at afusco at bramptonbeast.com. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you again to all of our guests for being on the podcast. Great getting to chat with you about these issues and just keeping the conversation going. And hopefully sometime in the near future, there will be a positive big change uh, for for everyone. So thank you guys uh, so much.